Hello, everyone, and welcome to the May 2022 Ira Explorer Call. It's hard to believe, isn't it? May already. I'm Janine Stanley, and I'm the Director of Customer Communications here at Ira, and I am joined tonight by a whole host of folks, but starting out with our very wonderful producer in the background, Mr. Sid. Hello, Sid. Hello, everybody. Hi, Janine. Hey. And we also have Sandy Marcus, who is our VP of Marketing. We're also joined tonight by our Vice President of Service Delivery, Savannah Massey. Hello, Savannah. Hello, everyone. Happy to be here. And for those of you who have some vision this evening, um, Savannah, her picture will be on the screen, but what you'll be hearing is her sign language interpreter this time. Usually we will hear directly from Savannah, though. So we also have Joshua Fluellen, who is our senior agent manager. I hope I, I, I think your title has changed, Joshua. So I apologize if I got that one incorrect. And we are waiting on the boss, Mr. Attilio. Troy Attilio will be joining us here uh, very soon. It's May, folks, and we are in a period of frantic activity at IRA. Um, as you will hear from everyone tonight, we are getting set up for the summer, and the summer is always a big time for IRA, as you know, with the national conventions of the two consumer organizations. Then we also have a few other conventions that we will be attending this year, including AHEAD, which is for higher education professionals, and we will be at Disability Inn this summer as well. So it's going to be uh, quite a busy season, and, and Sandy, I may have forgotten one in there, uh, but as we plan for those conventions, we will let you know where we will be and when and what kinds of activities or workshops, etc. cetera, uh, you can expect to see on the program from IRA. I know we're going to have a couple at NFB and we'll be talking to folks at ACB and we will make sure that you have all of that information. And if you are attending the other conferences, Head and Disability Inn, stay tuned for those as well. We are also going to be, for those of you who are human resource professionals. We are going to be at the Society of Human Resource Managers, and that is SHRM, and that will be in early June, I believe. Uh, so early June in New Orleans. Wow. <laughs> well, July in New Orleans. Wow. So let's see. Uh, what else do we have on our agenda? We announced last month that Bradley International Airport in Connecticut has joined our IRA Access Network. And actually, we want to give you a reminder now for all of you who live in Connecticut. You know, uh, you may know, hopefully you do, that you are eligible for free IRA service if you're using any of the public transit options in Connecticut, buses, paratransit, rideshare, uh, or trains, ferries, and now airports through Bradley. You are also eligible to use IRA for essential daily living tasks like shopping, uh, supervising people in your home, like cleaning people, uh, and a wide variety of other tasks. And if you'd like to know more about that, you can go to your IRA app and tap on that button on the home screen. It's right above the big call button in the middle. And it says, apply a free access offer. 
And once you go into that screen, then you'll go to Promotions, and then you will tap on State of Connecticut. You will see some instructions there to fill out a survey. Then you'll get a code, and that will allow you to be part of this project. It's an 18-month uh, pilot project through the Connecticut Department of Transportation. So please take advantage of that program. We'll have some big news on the state level coming up soon for you as well. But also those of you in Texas who have open cases with the Texas Workforce Commission, please ask your counselors and affiliated folks that you deal with there, or if you happen to work there, Ira is offered as a service that can be provided through the Texas Workforce Commission. So if you'd like more information about that, please contact your counselor there and uh, they can explain what you will need to do to get to be part of that program. And uh, that is all working toward finding a job and uh, or furthering your career. And that's a big focus of IRA at this point in time. We really, and we've always been focused on finding jobs, but now we're really pushing, as you'll see in the months to come here, some of the things that we're doing with employers and that we're offering employers. Troy is probably going to tell you a little bit about where we are with desktop. Um, it, we continue to work on that particular product uh, and he will be able to let us know a little bit about that and some other things that are going on with him. But before we do that, I think we're going to go directly to Savannah. If you are ready, Savannah, we would love to hear directly from our VP of, excuse me, no, I will not sneeze on the air, <laughs> of service delivery, Savannah Massey. And Savannah, welcome to the Explorer call. You have been a guest here before, but could you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what brought you to IRA? Yes, Dean. Thank you for inviting me to join the call today. I really feel sure uh, well that I was here about a year and a half ago uh, for IRA call. I met at Starbucks. I joined the meet and greet and the Explorer uh, I've met a lot of those at that meeting, and now to be here uh, as a staff member of IRA just feels so wonderful. And so I am Savannah, and I identify as a deaf woman of color. She has traveled uh, around with Starbucks for 20 years, and so I was leading ex uh, accessibility person for that until I came here and I joined IRA um, because um, there are three things that I really care about and operations, accessibility, and I learn a lot uh, uh, to value uh, uh, the things that Starbucks also valued. And so a key part of that and importance is smooth operations with automation. A focus on learning and development uh, is very important. Um, so first, uh, you have to keep that mentality. And so I am excited to be here and have the opportunity to support IRA um, and the things that we do. I'm not an IRA user, but I have some Explorer experience. And that is through using a sign language interpreter. So I can understand and 
the value of good accessibility, and I can appreciate and love uh, having a good sign language interpreter, just as it applies to you guys uh, loving and appreciating uh, visual interpreters, our agents uh, who are there for you. So I joined Ira because of that. Can you tell us a little bit about what your position entails, um, service delivery? That covers a lot of aspects of the company. Oh, yes. Service delivery includes two main areas. Service agents, so service agents is one, and then the other one is a care. Oh, yes, our customer care team. Customer care team, yes. So uh, those two are under my uh, preview, and so uh, I have to make sure that the customers have good customer experience through IRA. You were saying before I, I so rudely interrupted you, uh, you were talking about accessibility and uh, the use of a sign language interpreter is, is comparable to being, you know, using a visual interpreter, how the two fields are similar. Um, uh, please continue with that thought, if you would. Sure. I, on a daily basis, um, use a video calls relay service interpreters. And my experience, my living experience as a person who uses uh, accessibility product and service is, is, um, is like that. And what I've noticed is that it doesn't matter uh, whether, you know, you have great technology. I believe that it's a human-to-human -human experience that will always be preferred, the preferred method of access for information. For me, um, you know, I understand the importance of roles the agents play uh, for all of our blind and low vision individuals who use IRA and also ATL. So I rely on a good sign language interpreter. For example, today, right now, I typically use my own voice, but we had some technology challenges and we had to switch over. So now we're relying on interpreter to speak for me today. So um, the same thing as I have to rely on good interpreting services to get all of the information, the same as low vision and blind people have to rely on visual interpreters to access tools for information as well. So it's very similar. And how good of an agent interpreter experience is the same as when I experience a good interpreter who uses sign language well. So the experiences are similar, uh, one visual and one being hearing. So uh, I've noticed more and more people have become um, have gotten used to me using the sign language interpreter. So for conferences, um, you'll often see a li live closed captioning and um, you'll see a sign language interpreter. And you can see uh, a live sign language interpreter at IRA. And they, those are our visual interpreters and they provide access. So that is part of the experience today. Um, uh, the visual interpreters, how they fit 
in with the picture. What do you see in the future for our customer care team and our agents? Uh, what kinds of things maybe are you working on or are you anticipating our teams to be working on to provide excellent customer service and service delivery? Oh, that's a great question, Jadine. Uh, our vision for us is to become the best assistive technology company that uh, in place for a place to work at by 2025. So that's very exciting. And the goal is to provide great training and development for our agents so that they can continue to provide excellent, continued quality service. Um, the care team is similar. Uh, for them to have the opportunity to provide great service, uh, to answer questions, concerns and address things um, in an easy way that seems seamless. So um, our broad vision for IRA in the service delivery team is to continue to hire the best agents and provide development opportunities to improve their skills. And also, we are trying to set up a seamless operations to allow for um, a scale, to allow that to go to scale. And so as we grow and we grow the number of places where IRA is available to everyone, you will be ready for that, it sounds like. That's the goal. <laughs> we will be uh, talking tonight with our customers, and I'm sure that everyone will have some questions for you. Is there anything you would like to know from them? Oh, yes. I would like the customers to know that we are always open. We would love to hear your feedback, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We are always open to listen and to improve our service and experience. So that uh, is definitely what I would like to know for them, from them. Thank you so much, Savannah. Is there anything else um, that you have for us this evening? Well, I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to be working with the community and learning more uh, of how things are going and how to grow uh, in, in scale for IRA and, and serving everyone. Uh, it's very important to be able to serve the IRA members. Thank you so much. And with that, we will move to our executive Chief Executive Officer, Mr. Troy Attilio. Hello, Troy. We have questions for you already. No, I had to. I had to break away for a little bit, so I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm just catching up here. Um, great to hear everyone, and you know, again, I'm. I'm. I'm thrilled uh, to have Savannah join us from from, uh, from Starbucks, and and I'm sure she went into her vision for um, service delivery. So, which is, I think, should be one of, if not the most important element of IRA for our customers, right? That's that's the group that gives uh, the service, right? Those are the agents. That's how we train them, how we scale them. Um, but um, so with that, uh, just entering the room. So um, sorry, what was your question? So we have some questions for you from our audience. We have Greg from our chat who is asking for an update on IRA desktop. Uh, IRA desktop. It's, uh, it's moving along. Um, it's moving along at light speed. 
Well, I would like it to go faster, um, but uh, you know, uh, you know that's my Troy fault. is going to break the speed of light here. The speed, the speed of light. We're going to go into warp drive. Um, no, I think um, I think if you were to ask our testers, you know, we're we're still really focused on usability, which is I would say, uh, and Janine, you know, you test it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, really looking to make sure that experience uh, from a screen reader perspective is really smooth and obvious and consistent across the different screen readers and the different browsers and the different operating systems. But that said, our goal is to make it the fastest and easiest tool to use to get to an IRA agent and do everything you do when you're on a laptop or computer. And so the the feature we're currently innovating on or iterating on is messaging. So obviously we have messaging on our mobile app you're sitting at your computer, you're going to message with the agent, um, ultimately uh, share links and files. And, you know, that, that speeds things up, share your, um, if you're going to still use team viewer for remote control, um, you can share your, um, you know, your, your codes, but that's what we're working on right now. We're doing a couple other things that just have to get done, like allowing you to switch between your, if you have a business profile and a personal profile, like making that switch, um, we're in the process of adding sign up. I know that doesn't probably apply to people here, but right now we just support the ability to log in if you're an existing user. Some, so there's some kind of remaining scope. And um, every day we're, we're, we're also polishing on the features we have based on the feedback we get. Um, I'm thinking about uh, broadening the group of people who are testing as we near a future date when we're going to open this thing up for everyone. Um, what else have I learned? I've learned that there's some really interesting use cases for the camera that you wouldn't, eh, you might or might not um, have thought about, um, you know, so whether that's, you know, instead of, uh, I think I mentioned this before, instead of holding the phone and trying to position it to read some, some documents, you know, if you have a webcam or you have a built-in camera on your laptop, it's very stable and it's a lot easier to hold that up and show it to the agent where we recently added picture taking or, or still image grabbing. So even in the case of laptop, the ability for the agent to kind of freeze the image so they can read it. Um, that's, that's, yeah, we're finding more and more use cases, people getting ready for zoom meetings, for interviews, you know, just literally having the agent look at your lovely face and how you're situated and your lighting and your sound, if you will, um, we're finding that has some perhaps greater value than we anticipated. And then finally, um, gosh, again, yeah, just that basic idea that this, that your, your, your tab is always logged into IRA and you can hop on over there, hit the call button. It's just a really convenient, um, you know, you don't have to grab your phone, find the app. It's, it's just a lot faster. And, and maybe the audio is a little, in some ways, different. Maybe it's, you know, it's your computer audio. And sometimes we have um, a richer experience because we got better headphones and better speakers. And so the audio can can be better. And I know the agents, uh, you know, every time we demo with an agent, they're they're pretty excited. They're like, oh, my God, that this is, the picture is so clear and the, uh, the audio is so good. So there's certainly more work to do. And we're in the final stages of deciding what are the minimum features before we launch with beta to the general public. And then beyond that, we'll, um, we'll keep adding functionality, but there's a minimum bar I believe we need to hit 
um, to really put the stamp of approval. Um, and so we're in that final stage of choosing and and narrowing what those things are. Yeah. And I can tell you it's a it's a great experience now. I can't wait to see what it's going to be in the future. Um, we had a question, another question from Greg about cost. Will the desktop uh, edition of IRA cost uh, extra if you have an IRA account? I wanted to make some joke about inflation or um, I don't know why this came into my news feed, but uh, you know, people go to golf tournaments, I guess at the, the recent PGA golf tournament, uh, the price of a single beer was $18 and the price, <gasps> the price of a single water was eight. And, and people were pointing out like beer is a choice, but you know, as humans, we got, you know, we got to drink water. Um, yeah. So uh, so it's a big, it's a big lead up to, um, we haven't decided, but the way I look at our business is the value is the agent and, um, and, and not the app. Like we're just trying to get you connected wherever you want to get connected. So, um, we haven't made any decisions on pricing, but I certainly don't expect, um, to use the basic functionality of the desktop. I can change my mind, but to use a basic functionality, I don't see us charging for that. We don't charge you for the mobile app. I don't see us charging us for charging you for the desktop app. Um, if, if anyone wants to make a case for me to charge for the app, I'm all ears. Like, but my my read is, uh, you know, it's about getting access to the agent and making it efficient and easy. We have a couple questions from David about our perennial question: glasses. Hmm. So here I'm going to be a little tighter lipped. I don't, I can neither confirm or deny what is going to happen. Um, you know, well, you should know because you guys have all told me for ever since I took the, the helmet at, of, of, as a CEO of IRA and made that decision to discontinue the IRA, you know, the tethered glasses with the, with the older phone, you know, that wasn't working uh, for the majority of people, expensive, all that stuff. I embrace and love the idea of integrating with other products that are out there. I mean, I'll mention Envision because we all know, I think a lot of us know Envision. That's a great product. Um, and um, it would make a lot of sense for Ira to be on products like Envision. Um, but I don't have anything I can announce today. So that's about as far as I'll go answering that question. All righty. Uh, what about any other devices that we might be on? I, I can show you before I, anyone uh, asks. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I mean, here's where I go back to even what Savannah said. We, we're, we're always listen, listening. We have a culture of listening. Um, it, it, it predates IRA. Um, you know, many of us came from into it where they have a culture of listening. And, um, and a lot of you email me, right? Um, and I, I don't, mind that right like some ceos or whatever like you know we'll, we'll don't want the emails i want to hear what you think would be a good device um, i've heard plenty about envision um i've heard about other devices and i don't want to go through the whole list because i don't want to tip my hand or like you know spread rumors <laughs> but i'll tell you one that we're also thinking about um beyond um like the host of glass providers or other device providers um, I'd be curious to know what the folks' passion level is for having Ira available on an Amazon Echo or Echo Show. Um, that's a uh, that's that's something we 
we, we were thinking about. Um, you know that uh, we often brag about Amazon being a great partner in terms of being an employer. Um, I think that's puts us a lot closer to the ability to engage them um, on the topic of devices like the Echo. The other one I think about, I believe Ring is the Ah, it's the Amazon camera that is a doorbell. I can't Mm -hmm. remember Google versus um, Google's also a employer of who, who, you know, provides Ira as an accommodation. I'm personally a fan of both. I have both in my house. I'm a nerd. What can I say? Um, (laughs) I would be curious what people think are the use cases. Like if I was talking to Amazon and they said, well, what, what would, what would uh, explorers use an Echo Show? What, what would they do if they could talk to an agent and potentially that agent could use the camera? Like what 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 would that unlock? How would it be used? That's um, that's one we're I'll call it thinking about, um, and and um, that leads to uh, back to my passion about anywhere there's a camera, there's a video stream, and potentially an audio stream the agent can effectively interpret that, right? Like, and if it's yours, then you configure it, you add it to your list of devices that you allow Ira to see, you permit it to uh, access that camera, just like you permit it to access your mobile camera, or in the case of desktop, your desktop camera, and the agent can tell you who's at the door, or you can talk to the Ira agent through your Echo. So I'd love to hear more. I mean, we can engage now or like you can email me, but those are two that if I'm armed with more use cases, that always helps make the case. Yep. Excellent. So everyone come up with those ideas. And uh, we had a couple more questions here um, in the chat. And let's see if I can get to them. I don't know if you can see them there, Troy. Um, We had a question actually. Yeah, with the desktop app, can the agent Yes, grab... with the desktop app. Yes, grabbing the photos, yes, or documents, actually. Yeah, so here's where I'm interpreting that question. I may have it wrong. I'll read what it says. It says, with the desktop app, can the agent grab hard-to-read documents and put them into accessible formats? So hard-to-read documents could either be a digital document that doesn't play well with the screen reader, right? Maybe... Maybe the screen reader can read it, but it's nonsensical. It doesn't know about carriage returns or doesn't doesn't follow any kind of pattern that's useful. So what the agent can do is they can, if you share your screen, the agent can see what's on your screen and they could read that to you. Um, I presume, you know, and I haven't thought about this. So, uh, you know, I presume the agent could, you know, transcribe that. Um, just like if you sent them a document to transcribe, um, I'm sure that's possible. Um, but that ability for you or the agent, by the way, can also turn on your screen sharing with your permission. The ability to do that, like at the snap of a finger, like right now, I happen to be staring at a Zoom screen. And the uh, and truth be told, I wear glasses and I don't have them on right now. And the font is really tiny. Like if there was an agent, they could read through the chat, which has a lot of like interesting components. It's got like, yeah, just a lot of, you know, it's got the time, it's got the tech. They could just read the text, right? Versus reading out like the messages at 5.30 and like 
all the detail that doesn't maybe matter in the moment. And so those are things that the agent will be able to do because they can either, you can share the screen with them or because um, you can hold a document up to the camera. So right now that capability is not enabled to transfer those files back and forth. That's something that will be a feature down yeah, the road. Yeah, that's, that's, that's literally on the roadmap. That is on the border of like, do we launch beta with, with, with file sharing natively or not? Today you can share a file via email with the agent. Um, that takes a little more work, a little more friction. The vision is you just plop that file right into the chat um, or you click a button and upload from computer. However, you normally add files to you know a, a chat-like interface. You're going to be able to do that with the IRA desktop you know, quickly. Yeah. And in the future, when we release the mobile version of the same app, you'll be able to do it on the phone as well. Wow. Awesome. Now, Trey, we are working with a lot of employers these days and and a lot more. Um, is there anything you'd like to say about our, our continued work with employers? Boy, um, I almost <laughs> wish I could, uh, you know, go grab Kevin, who heads up our, you know, sales and, and, and efforts with employers. Oh, we're, we'll corral him next month. Yeah, Never I, I think it's a good, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, as the CEO, I have the unprecedented view of literally what's going on in sessions. As you know, we record a lot of sessions. Not all employers um, sign up for recording, by the way. So just to be clear, that's a choice that a employer or access partner gets to make. Um, there's pros and cons to that. Um, but whether it's through recordings or talking to explorers who use it on site, I can say that, you know, the the uh, the range of 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 tasks that take place are, are really varied. Um, and they vary also based on, uh, you know, the type of job and how new that person is to that line of work. Um, different, ex different companies, uh, for example, even allow IRA to be used at home and for personal use. So it's maybe an accommodation and quote a benefit wow. perhaps. I think that's exciting to see some employers doing that because um, I think, what I've seen in those cases, those people are even more efficient. There's a little bit of like, I guess, um, you know, skill involved with how you use IRA, how frequently you use it. And um, the other thing I see is uh, employers are increasingly interested in providing it just because word of mouth is spreading. So we're getting more and more inbound, which is to say we get called before we call them, which is always awesome, right? Like, Part of the, uh, the challenge in pioneering a new product is spreading awareness and, and grabbing the attention of busy executives who get lots of emails and lots of requests. Like, and so that gets back to my final point. If you're at in a place of employment um, and you don't have IRA providers in combination, it's obviously your choice to advocate for it. And I know there's, I know there can be some trepidation for. For making a request, but it's becoming increasingly supported at you know your your Fortune 100 companies, and they often lead the way. So, you know, from a perspective of this becoming a bit more of the norm, uh, I don't see any reason why it won't continue um, because we're committed, frankly, to making the product work well in an employment setting and making it easy to understand for employers. Um, in fact, uh, Savannah could probably comment on what we're doing with some of our employers to go a little bit further to explain 
what IRA does, what are some of the expectations of IRA in the workplace? Because sometimes the challenge is just educating management on literally what is IRA, what's what is it used for? Like, you know, it's as you guys know, it's it, it, it's it's a new product that most people don't understand, uh, especially if you're perhaps sighted and, and you just don't have like a common experience that, that relates to using a on-demand visual interpreter. And Troy, we had a question here from the chat about having Ira uh, provided through a job seeker offer for onboarding and training. And I'm going to jump in and answer that one. And you can and maybe back me up with some info on this. Um, but you, as the hiree, the person who has just been hired by this company, can ask for IRA as a reasonable accommodation to assist you with that onboarding and training. And you can make that part of the things that you ask for in your package of reasonable accommodations if you ask for things like to be able to use your screen reader or your service animal or other things that you might need reasonable accommodation for. So absolutely ask your employer, direct them to us. We'll be happy to work with them, right? Yeah, and I think there is kind of that, that uh, call it a border, call it a handoff. How far does job seeker go and when does the responsibility of the employer begin, right? I think that's kind of that question. Um, Generally speaking, you know, job seeker is uh, one of the 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 uh, those minutes are funded by IRA, right? So, as your CEO, as a company, we choose to f effectively give away and spend money on those on those offers, right? Um, we pay our agents, and I don't probably need to explain this, but just the point being that we I choose to uh, we choose to invest there because we just think, you know, we're about independence and efficiency and. Um, employment is about as core to um, those two things for people who can, you know, are in a position to work. Like that's that's so key. And so if we can reduce the friction, you know, deliver more people to a job, that's great. But I feel like the, I believe that boundary ends at the time you get the job, right? That's That's now the employer's responsibility. And maybe a little of even your responsibility to the extent you want Ira to to have that conversation. And um, and I think uh, I don't think if, if Kevin was here, we've mentioned before, we can help with that. I mean, I know that can be a little bit like, well, how would I describe it? Uh, I don't want to get it wrong. What about security? We take those. You can inquire at uh, sales at ira.io. Um, you can use that email. We also have access at ira.io. They both go to our sales team, and you can literally say, hey. I'm joining XYZ company. I'm uh, what's the hot one right now? What's well, maybe not hot, but um, a lot of companies that are that are hiring, right? Like I'm going to this company. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have IRA. We could tell you if they did, um, or I don't know how to describe it in a way that the employer would understand. Can you help me? And, and we respond to both of those, and we could set you up, maybe even with a, a chat. So if that sure. helps you. Um, know that that's available at sales at ira.io. And we would also encourage you to have your state rehabilitation folks or any blindness organization that you're working with to secure that job. 
to you know call us um, and work with us to get IRA as a reasonable accommodation for you during that process because you may not need it for the entire job but you may really need it for onboarding and for the training and things like that so thanks for asking that question that's a great one um, Michelle has also asked here what is the National Federation of the Blind doing with IRA and it's funny you should mention that Michelle because <laughs> uh, believe uh, it was either yesterday or the day before uh, the Biden administration announced here in the U.S. that they are releasing more COVID home test kits for people. And we happen to have a, a couple promos, actually. Uh, one of them is uh, funded by right now the uh, National Federation of the Blind, and they are funding that promo to read your test results and help you take the test and then read those results. And that is going to be a prerequisite for attending their national convention this summer. So uh, we have that. And then we have also chosen to have a promo for those folks who are not in the U.S. or who need some other COVID-related services like navigating a test site or something like that or a vaccination site. Um, we have our COVID promo as well. And those are ongoing, correct, Troy? I think the NFB yeah, one is yeah, ongoing yeah. at this point. Yeah, there, there will be a... Um a limit on that mm -hmm. right i can't remember sandy you're on i can't remember what we publicly announced um we're trying to do the right thing between you know what's been funded and what the need is um you know and again i think you mentioned this uh i think i think nfp is pretty outspoken on this uh mark mark believes uh you know that, that well this is so obvious testing should be accessible right like Hello. Yes, <laughs> that's that's not news. Um, one of the ways he's trying to make the case is by gathering data. And part of the data he gets is if you do opt into the NFB COVID promo, you you have the option to share some of your information, whether anonymously or not, about your experience with the test and other things. So there's like a short questionnaire the agent will uh, you know prompt you on. All of that feeds his case going back to um, funding for, you know, making uh, making testing accessible, whether through IRA or through native accessibility. And I'm always a fan of native accessibility. IRA should be there when native accessibility isn't possible, which unfortunately is the case with all the low cost test kits and the ones that the government is uh, providing. And speaking of native accessibility, tomorrow, Thursday, May 19th, is Global Accessibility Awareness Day, yes. and it is the 11th celebration. Can you believe that? I cannot. I mean, I know. Same wow. time, don't you feel like it should have been the 25th or like the 11th is great. <laughs> it, it feels like it should have been, but it's hard to believe it's only been around for 10 years um, as of last year. And I just put up in the chat, and I will read it out loud here, we have a blog post about Global Accessibility Awareness Day, and you can find that at ira.io slash gad, G-A-A-D, dash, 2022. So that's dash 22 and you can read that share it whatever you uh, comment whatever you would like to uh, to amplify our thoughts and your thoughts about global accessibility and what it means for something to be accessible well i think we have time for a couple questions if 
you would like to put your hands up. I saw one here in the chat from Tina about further um, accessibility in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Um, any word on that, Troy? So I at least know we've talked to Sky Harbor. Mm -hmm. We're in contract. I don't know if it closed. That's bad. Huh? I should know that. Um, we're close. We're getting close. I, I'm, gonna, I'm looking it up right now. Let's see how fast I can look it up. Mm -hmm. um, Ooh. Yeah. I know that's a big one. If you've ever been to yes. that airport, it's it's massive. It's huge. It's yeah. literally, I, I have walked literally a mile in that airport. It is huge. It's also a, a hub. And so the the um, contract with them is is very close to being a thing. So that will be quite exciting. Um, of course, we have the city of Mesa, Visit Mesa, uh, and that covers many of the attractions in Mesa, um, shopping malls, convention centers, parks, um, cultural uh, places like concert halls, museums, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, and we hope it'll be there by July as well, Tina, <laughs> believe me. So, Sid, do we have any hands up? have some hands up. And also, uh, there was a couple of questions from YouTube as well. Oh, um, yes. Let's get the YouTube questions and here. As far, we, we, we've had this one asked before, and that's just about uh, the ability to do gaming, Xbox platform, PlayStation, and all that. Oh, yes. It's a, it's a very <laughs> popular topic with a, a certain group of our, mm -hmm. our Explorer community. Um, <laughs> Any any additional thoughts about that, Troy? Yeah. You know, we haven't made significant progress there. I, I do recall we had our talk last week. I engaged Kevin. I think there's someone that was on the call we engaged. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, like like any kind of access deal, it's it's finding the right sponsor within the company who can, you know, who, who will pick up on the, the idea. And I'd say we're on those early stages. Uh, you know, I, I can't tell you what to do with your time or your social handles, but you know, those brands do listen to um, Twitter, Facebook and, and other places. Uh, I'm sure there's some, I'm sure they listen more carefully probably to some of the gaming pl platforms, maybe discord, um, you know, wh wherever, wherever you think they're listening, that, that matters. I, you know, I think, um, but I, I don't have any progress to report, but I do love, love the idea um, I just think uh, as an ex gamer, when I had, you know, as a little younger, had the time to, to do some gaming, I get it. And uh, especially during COVID and especially given like how fantastic these games are becoming both in terms of, it's not just, you know, graphics, which I think most people see it's the complexity and the, and the, and the scenario of the games now are just quite immersive and um, hard to put down. Um, not that I'm doing yeah. today, but of the folks I know, um, you know, they, yeah, they're quite engaging. So let's get that going. Hashtag IRA for gaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also had some folks echo the, uh, the ability to uh, connect with the Google Home Nest and those type of devices Ooh. in addition to Amazon and the cameras that they uh, utilize as well. Maybe even having uh, maybe an opportunity to partner. And also other folks that reached out on YouTube mentioned uh, about partnerships with uh, Verizon and AT&T, uh, if there's ever been anything ooh. along those lines. I would like to hear more. Like, yes, of course. Um, I think it's, you can probably figure out that when we stop doing the glasses and stop using the MiFi's from AT&T, 
part of that kind of natural partnership um, eroded, right? Like that was a consequence of leaving the hardware business. Uh, at the same time, um, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, um, who's the other one? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, they're all large carriers with stores and we're all we're all there from time to time, right? We're all there to uh, purchase technology. Um, that's Those are on the list. Uh, I don't have anything to say about them today. Um, I was at CSUN. There were some some folks there, and we had some good talks, but nothing uh, nothing I can I can comment on today. So nothing yet, but um, the subject has been broached, and uh, um, and thank you everyone on YouTube. We will definitely grab your comments from the feed, and we will make sure that Troy gets a hold of those so we can associate you all with your comments and make sure that we uh, get back to you on anything uh, that we need some more info about. But I have put up in the chat, and I'll have Sid, if you can put the um, email up on YouTube for everybody, it is to send your questions specifically from what we've talked about tonight. You can send them to IRACAST, and that's A-I-R-A-C-A-S-T, at ira.io, and they will come uh, directly to me, and then I will disseminate them far and wide. So we'll make sure that everybody gets heard um, with anything that you would like to comment on. Uh, what Troy has said, or if you have questions for Savannah or ideas for any of us. There are some folks that have raised their hands. And, All right, well, uh, let's take we a take couple. It? Yeah, we'll take uh, a couple of those. First can... one up it will be, uh, will be uh, David. Hi there. Hello, David. Uh, so I was the one that um, sent the message about the glasses. I was one of the very first explorers who used the glasses, and I really it made a huge difference in my life. I could just walk down the street. They could tell me what I was looking at. There was a restaurant. They could read the menu before I even went inside. It, it was great for navigation and mobility and gave me a, an enormous sense of freedom. And when that uh, was no longer available, I, I purchased the Envision glasses, which is a great platform, as Troy mentioned. Um, and the only thing is you feel like you're bothering your friends all the time. So, you know, if you, the two... Uh, companies could somehow yeah. marry uh, th that <laughs> sounds like a perfect marriage and I just wanted to you know let you know how how important that is so David if, if we were to uh, do some testing of a product that we haven't announced uh, I'll, I'll put you you'll be on you'll be on on my list by the way mm -hmm. is this David the uh, musician uh, I produced the jazz festival in Miami Beach. All right, hey David. Uh, right. I, I, I saw the name and familiar. Uh, yeah, we have yeah. a brunch this Sunday if you're going to be in town. I wish I was. My uh, my wife, myself, and my daughter in particular is an aspiring jazz musician. So okay, um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's got to be on the list for next year. Very good. Well, I know yeah. someone who may be in your area. So yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. All right, David, I, I hear you loud and clear, and I'm as excited about the potential. I, you know, Janine knows this. There's like three questions I always get. And, and the one that yep. I, the, the one that I love, I'm going to look forward to most answering is when, when do we have a hands-free option? Yeah. Um, you know, and okay. Anything I can do to help facilitate that, I would be happy right. to help. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, David. Who do we have next? Next Steve? up. Next up, we have Haley, and Haley, uh, 
You should be able to speak. So, um, I just would like to ask about the Ira um, desktop because for me, I, I mean, sending a document with the free five minutes, I can do that on my iPhone. That's no problem. But actually, no, I cannot do that on my iPhone. Like sending a document will probably take me like 20 uh, new job user over here. It's not good. Um, but honestly, it, it'll take me about like 20 minutes and I mm. cannot imagine like, you know, getting that, that five, five, and will it be still five minutes or will it be free for the top option? Because I can't. So I think your question is, what is the chance yeah. I can send There's a document? No way get what I need done in five minutes. I think that's the question, right? And I think what you're saying today is, today with the mobile, like I'm on the phone, now I'm getting onto Gmail or Apple Mail, whatever I do, now I'm uploading the document, yeah. I'm sending it, I'm waiting for the agent to receive it, bing, five minutes is up, is, is that right? Okay, so I think this is a good test. I think I, I, I would like to, I mean, our, our design goal for desktop, among others, right. you know, if we were in a physical office, there'd be a big word called speed written up on the, on the wall, <laughs> right? Like, I think uh, a couple of you, I, I know uh, Matt Ader from the Sparrow uh, likes to poke me sometimes. He wants everything to be fast. I, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, how fast can we do that? So I will put it to my team. Um, I can't promise anything, but but the design goal is speed and I don't, why wouldn't you be able to hit the call button, you know, drag the file to the message, hit the send. I don't know. Why couldn't you do that in 30 seconds? Why couldn't you do that in 20 seconds? I, you know, like it's not going to be the upload time. That's going to be instantaneous. It's not going to be the time you get going with the agent that happens the minute you hit the call button. Yeah, I so, think for me, it's going to be the, the time that you go to the document okay, I'm a definite new JAWS user. You know, the time that I go to the document, yeah. get it, upload for sending, get it there. I mean, that's going to be the trick to not. So maybe uh, maybe if, you know how you have start call with a message? Yeah. You know, maybe what if you could say start call with file or the message had a file. So you've already taken the time to kind of upload the file to the app. And now okay. you start... Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? That'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. And we have people who do that, Haley, now with our mobile app. They will put a website in that message so that when the call starts, you, you're telling the agent, okay, go to this website. Yeah. That's and, oh, yeah. wow. I didn't know yep. people actually did that. Okay, great. No, we don't yet. So we're, it's coming. Mm -hmm. You can do the, on the mobile app, you can, um, yeah, we should be really clear. Today with the yes. mobile app today, you can start with a message, which is say you can type some text in that can include a link, which might be a link to a document if your document lives on a URL. Um, but yep. what you cannot do with the mobile app today is you can't drag a file into that start no. message. Right. That's not new, there yet. Yeah, in the new app, we aim to support starting the call with a message, which might include a URL, but also being able to drag one maybe or multiple files. Uh, we haven't decided that yet. You know. Um, we'd probably start with one file and uh, okay. 
and then the, and then the agent has got that hot little file in his them or her okay. hands and they're able to you know um get, get to work perfect perfect yeah. and yeah. i did hear you mention zoom so zoom on my on my i can i can use zoom on my computer will that be good with uh you know the you know my my camera is kind of stationary right now you know i can't move well i can i cannot move that around because it's kind of plugged in and like stationary yeah. so i wondered if zoom could be with ira too how do i you know with ira desktop by I heard you mention that. Could you, yeah. could you talk a little more about that? I mean, uh, Haley's making a case to be in the expanded testing group, I think. <laughs> I uh, think so. I uh, think so. Um, the answer is yes. So uh, it's hard to describe, but whether you started Zoom first or you started Ira first with a screen share, they live together. And so you can, you, yeah, you can, you can do them together or you can literally start Ira, get yourself situated, test everything. Then when you start Zoom, Zoom is using the same camera. So if you know you, you have those two choices of being concurrently on Zoom with a desktop share or with the agent, or you can do one and then the other. Okay. Um, and I think I think we're still going to learn what uh, how to say what, what's most convenient. What if there, what if anything. Does the app need to do different to make that obvious or easy? Um, it's getting pretty sophisticated, right? Think about what we're doing as humans. We've got not just one video conferencing with many people, but you've got Zoom going. You've also got Ira, the agent looking at your desktop, maybe looking at your Zoom screen of other people, exactly. maybe looking at your documents. Yeah. I mean, right? That's, mm -hmm. uh, who would have thunk? Yeah. yeah. You're doing a, a presentation on Zoom with one of those screen shares that doesn't talk, yeah. uh, but yet you've got the agent there. Yeah. And to maybe help you're you. uh, maybe you're in a self-driving car headed to a spaceport. I don't know. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> hey. one of those. I was gonna say the sky is the limit. And and with that, I think we are probably gonna wrap up tonight. Thank you so much, Haley, for ending us on that uh, that skyrocketing note because uh, Wow, who would have thought? And tomorrow, as you look at all of your Global Accessibility Awareness Day activities and things like that, posts that you'll see, um, please, you know, keep thinking because who knew uh, even five years ago that we would be this far in terms of just all types of accessibility, but especially IRA. Well, I would like to thank Troy. Thank you so much for being here with us and uh, speaking with everyone and answering all of our questions and get everybody fired up to go at light speed now. Mm -hmm. Whoa, and thank you so much, Sandy Marcus and Savannah Massey, our VPs of Marketing and Service Delivery, respectively. Thank you, Joshua, and a giant thanks to our producer, Sid. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, and thank you to everyone out there on YouTube as well. It's time for the Magic Braille Calendar. Yay! And yay, the Braille Calendar. 
And as I flip it over here, make sure I get the right month. All righty. So our next call will be on June 15th. Oh, it's early in June. June 15th, we will be here again with some more news. We'll have your convention schedules and exactly when and where, who will be at the two national conventions. And we hope to see a lot of you there. If you are coming out, please travel safely. And uh, you can actually call our customer care or look in your app to see which airports are covered. Uh, I happen to know that the Omaha airport is in fact an IRA access location. And uh, we are still in talks i believe with new orleans right troy yes. i think so yes excellent yeah. excellent so but never fear all right well we will see you all june 15th this has been janine stanley for ira thanks janine good night